Hey, everybody. Welcome to Trashy Divorces, Trashy Breakups Edition. Hey, y'all. I'm Alicia. My name's Stacy. Holy cats. Today for Trashy Breakups, we have kind of a twist. Kind of a twist. You've opted for the song Highway to Hell for this one. Why? Why We're is that? going on a highway to hell today with our Trashy Breakup because it is a trashy breakup between a really happily married couple that happens every single year for two thirds of the year. I'm sure you're going to explain this. Today, in honor of the change of seasons, we are going down the highway to hell, talking about the yearly trashy breakup of Persephone and Hades. Mm, This is Greek mythology? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk a little trash about the Greeks today, because, whoa. I mean, I know you like history, but... (laughs) The Greeks really do up the trash, trashy caliber here i mean they make a great salad dressing too so let's not it's a whole new (laughs) level of trashy divorces bingo so i'm gonna need you to suspend disbelief belief is it which one is it this it is it is the willing suspension of disbelief that yeah that you're asking for here okay that is what i'm asking for here listeners prepare for what may sound like nonsense (laughs) greek mythology was very comprehensible to the Greeks. Right. It is the way they explain their world for us in a modern context looking at it. Right. We lack the cultural touchstones that make this make sense. So This is a balls out ride. Like, strap on. Strap in. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Greeks. Whole new level of trashy. So the myth of Persephone and Hades, a lot of variations. I went down... A lot of trashy spider webs yesterday to give you the truest and most verifiable bits from where they are recorded in history. There's a lot of fanfic about these two. Right. Okay. You're going to bring us the real validated story. <laughs> the real <laughs> myth, yes, of Persephone and Hades, the queen and king of the underworld. And honestly, like Hades is made out to be like, the worst guy. We think of Hades like king of the underworld. Maybe he's just lonely. A little bit of a bad boy, but maybe just lonely in the underworld. And here's the flip on that. Persephone, goddess of spring, the maiden. Yeah, like Sounds cool, yeah. Yeah, but also Persephone has been worshipped in a secret mystery cult along with her mother, Demeter, Demeter, I heard mm-hmm. two very equal pronounced pronunciations between like 25 sources. So Persephone and her mom have been worshipped for thousands of years before Hades made it into the story with the Greeks. Also, through writing, Persephone, goddess of spring, maiden of sunshine or whatever, she's known as the dread Persephone. In Greek canon. That's how she's referred to in the Iliad. The dread Persephone. Like the dread pirate Roberts. Yeah. Do we know why? Because she's mean. Oh, fair. Well, she's fair, but she's mean. Like she does some good things and does some bad things. But don't we all? As the queen of the underworld, she's the one that gets the heat for Hades. Like Hades always keeps his promises. He's stern, but he also eventually is going to be the king of everyone, right? Hades is oh, the I see what god of mm-hmm. the dead. Mm-hmm. So he's not the god of death. He's just the god of the dead. And he's got to rule 
all the billions of souls that are chilling out in the underworld. He's not a jerk, just maybe kind of misunderstood. But the thing with the Greeks and going back to how their culture would have been, they call Hades the rich one. Uh, Because he has all the minerals and all the core gems and stuff. They never refer to him by name because that would draw his attention to you. There's a little bit of the same thing that happens with Persephone, which is why she has all of these different names and monikers. Because if she is associated with the mystery cult that's a mystery cult, you wouldn't call her by her name either. Anyway. Let's get into it. Greek style. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do a backstory on Hades. Again, suspension of disbelief here. Well, and we like to start with the older of the two. (laughs) Persephone in that case would be it. Um, But you don't get to Persephone without Hades because here's here's where the roller coaster begins. Hades. (sighs) He has parents. His parents are... Cronus and Rhea. Now, Cronus is part of one of the generations of divine beings before the Olympian gods rose to power. Okay. Okay. So at the time, before the Greek Olympians come in, there are pre-mortal deities. And then there are these people called Titans, these gods called Titans. Cronus and Rhea are like king and queen of the Titans. Okay. Okay. Now, Cronus gets to be king of the Titans because he overthrows, Cronus does, his father, Uranus. Are you sure about the pronunciation of that name? Yes, I am. Okay. One little fun thing Cronus does is he castrates Uranus and throws his castration materials <laughs> into the ocean. Anyway. Wow. Cronus... Uh, He learns from his parents who are still around, even though he's castrated his father and okay, whatever. Kronos is told by his parents that he is going to suffer the same fate of being overthrown. All right. And Kronos is like, I don't really like that. Let me see if I can come up with a plan to fix this. Oh, I got it. I'll just eat my children. Kronos. I mean, reasonable. No. It's terrible. I if my kids can't overthrow me if they're in if my I have belly. Devoured them mm-hmm. all. Correct. Get in my belly. Yeah. That's exactly right. So Cronus will eat Hestia, Demeter, Hera, Hades, and Poseidon. Five kids down. Rhea is like, what the fuck, Kronos? You've gotta quit eating our kids. <laughs> this is not cool. Also, I'm pregnant. Oh, shit. (laughs) So baby number six is going to come along. This child is a boy. His name is Zeus. Hmm. And Rhea goes to a cave with the nymphs and farmers. And she, like, Zeus is born in secret. Right. Hiding from dad. And then raised in secret. Mm -hmm. To prevent him from being eaten by his father. Okay. Rhea's like, not a problem. She's going to wrap up a rock and put it in a blanket, which is apparently enough to fool her titan husband of Kronos, who's never going to look at the child. He's just going to devour the child, which is actually a rock. This does not speak well of the educational standards of the Greeks. (laughs) This is pre-Greek. 
Greeks haven't taken over yet. These are the Titans. All right. Okay. So eventually, that baby Zeus, born in secret, being raised by water nymphs, grows up. Mm -hmm. And he finds out what has happened to his brother and his sisters. And he does like the, I don't know, Henry Gates talks to him like about your lineage. (laughs) And so who are you? And he's like, oh, God, this is terrible. I'm going to avenge my brothers and sisters. I thought I was an only child. (laughs) Okay. He learns his true identity. There's some trickery that happens with his avengement plan. But eventually, Kronos is tricked into drinking what today we would, at least in the States, called Ikapak that makes you throw up. Ipecac. Whatever it, that, it, like, it, it, whatever sure. induces so nausea. A, a, yeah, a, a vomit Vomit drug. inducing drug. Correct. Kronos yeah. tricked into taking the vomit inducing drug and out, out spring come. in reverse order, perfectly intact I mean, obviously. from hundreds of years in his belly. That is some really delayed gastric emptying. Poseidon, right? Like Hades, mm-hmm. Hera, Demeter. Hestia. Not an only child anymore. Okay, now, Zeus has got an army. Hey, bros and sisses, what's up? Now, we're going to team up to defeat Kronos so we can start our Greek god Mount Olympus thing, right? They fight for 10 years, and it's a big war and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, clearly, naturally in our story, the Mount Olympians, Zeus Mm -hmm. and crew, are the winners. So Zeus is like, hey, bros, Poseidon and Hades, y'all really rock. Thanks for helping me along with my war. Kronos had three realms, the sky, the sea, the underworld. Let's split them up. So Zeus, air and sky, Poseidon, the ocean, the sea, Hades, leftover brother, dude, you can have the underworld. And Hades is like, all right. He's not mad about it. Okay, I got the underworld. There's not any resentment, but I guess I'm going to go here now. So this is where Hades becomes god of the dead. He does not often go up to Earth. When he does, he wears a helmet of invisibility that he will get from Cyclops back in the 10-year war against Kronos. But he's not really seen on Earth. When he wanders around, he does it in invisible status. Oh, also, Hades has a pet. Cannot forget to mention the trashy pet, Cerberus, the three-headed dog, Mm -hmm. which in Greek, Cerberus translates to spotted one. Who doesn't? So Hades has a dog (gasps) named Spot that guards the realm to the underworld. And with the realm to the underworld, it's kind of like the Hotel California. You can enter any time you like, but you can never leave. Something to post-it note. The only guy who can, unless there's special permission, right? But the only guy who can travel back and forth between the world and the underworld is Hermes, the messenger. It's going to be important in a minute. Makes sense. But anyway, Hades, kind of a busy dude, ruling the underworld, kind of a bad boy, but not, maybe misunderstood. He writes a lot of poetry, It's tough running in the underworld. Do you think that Cerberus and Hermes originated the dog barking at the mailman? (laughs) 
trope. (laughs) (laughs) Origin story. (laughs) So part of the deal that I need you to know about that Zeus made with Hades to help him fight his war against daddy. When we win and now that we have won, you can choose any of my daughters to marry. Okay. Pretty cool, man. Thanks, Zeus. Thanks, brother. Awesome. (laughs) Hades, down in the underworld, getting a little lonely, maybe wants a queen, and remembers that promise that Zeus gave him. And Hades is going to be on the lookout for his bride. This is a great spot to stop (laughs) it. Take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to meet Persephone. Hmm. Daughter of Zeus, apparently. Daughter of Zeus. Uh Uh-huh. And Demeter, who is also the sister Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. Hades. And Zeus. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Woo. So again, not on your regular trashy divorces bingo card. Everybody, catch up, take a deep breath. Sure. We are going to hear from our sponsors, who we are very grateful for, and return on the flip with Persephone and how it all shakes down in this trashy breakup. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Alicia. So we have a lonely god of the underworld and the dead. Looking for a bride. And we have a presumably young lady <laughs> walking the earth. So let's uh, meet Persephone on the trashy breakups depot here. Persephone is the daughter of Demeter and Zeus. Her, her brother Zeus. Correct. Also related to Hades. So it's it's fine. Um, but Demeter, who is in charge of the harvest and growth and all like the bounty of the earth, is pretty protective over her daughter Persephone. I want you to think of Lorelai Gilmore and Rory Gilmore. Maybe even Sally Field. Not without my daughter. Like, they are BFFs. They have a little BFF club. And there's nothing that 
Demeter is more concerned about than keeping the chastity, purity, and virtue of her daughter Persephone intact. Hades knows that his sister Demeter is never going to go for his new choice of bride idea. He's like, no problem. Let me go to my brother Zeus. Hey, Zeus, remember when you said I could choose any one of your daughters? Yeah, dude, I remember that. Well, I've chosen and I want it to be Persephone, but Demeter's never going to go for it. And Zeus is like, not a problem. You have my permission. We won't tell Demeter. And we'll concoct a plan with Gaia, Mother Earth. Oh, my God. I know. Go talk to Granny. But yeah, right. <laughs> so here is Persephone just chilling in the field of flowers, picking flowers with her friends, Athena and Aphrodite. And there is a narcissist flower that has been enchanted with magic. And Persephone follows the narcissist flower to remove herself away from her friends where I feel the earth move under my feet. Hades pops out in his chariot driven by all the black horses snatches Persephone up and back down to the underworld they go. Poof. You've been kidnapped by your uncle who will now marry you. 100%. (laughs) This in legend is known as the rape of Persephone. It is. Terrible. It's a kidnapping. It's an abduction. But Persephone really takes to her new role as the queen of the underworld. She's sad about missing her mom, but... Hades has captured her, and here's poor Demeter. Where did my kid go? Looking around, Mama's panicking. Demeter is going to run into her friend, Hecate. And Hecate is like, I heard something. I didn't see it. I don't know what happened exactly. I'll help you look for her, though. So nine days of traveling the earth, and poor Demeter and Hecate finally go To hook up with Helios. Helios is the titan of the sun. Helios watches over all the shit on Mount Olympus as well as everything that's going down on Earth. He sees it all. Helios. Mm -hmm. He's the associated press. You want to know what's going down? Helios is your guy. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Demeter says to Helios. I'm pretty sure this is how it went down. Helios What happened to Persephone? And Helios is like, "Mm." Persephone was abducted by Hades, but it's not really Hades' fault. It's Zeus's fault. Zeus is the guy you should be going after. He gave permission for Hades to do this. Go talk to your brother. Husband. Husband. Yeah. (laughs) Co-parent. I don't. Zeus said it was cool. It's not really a kidnapping. You don't have any reason to be mad. Zeus totally approved him. This is great. So Helios is like, well, I have sources on background who've confirmed. <laughs> yeah, it was an arranged marriage. Good luck. But that's that's what it is. And uh, and then Helios adds a little bit of measure for measure here and begins to try to convince Demeter like, hey, you know, Hades is pretty cool. You should like him. He's not a bad guy. I don't know why. Like, you think he's a bad guy. He's got a whole domain. He's kind of a big deal. I think he's just kind of misunderstood. Maybe you should give him a chance for your daughter. We did a big spread on him in the fall issue. (laughs) Demeter's pissed. Demeter's really angry. So her idea is that she is going to disguise herself as an old lady to get a job in the family of Elysis. 
and she's caring for the baby prince and setting him on fire every day to... I'm sorry? No, she's maybe a terrible mother, maybe not. But yeah, the <laughs> the newborn prince baby, she's setting on fire to cure him of a, his mortality to make him immortal. Hmm. Well, the queen... Do not try this at home. Yeah, sees this happening uh-huh. and is super mad. Like, was... why are you setting fire to my mm-hmm. child? And Demeter's like, huzzah! Throws off her disguise and she's like, I'm not an elderly crone child taker at all. I'm Demeter, goddess of the earth. They were so into cosplay back then. You have offended me. And what I would like in return for your offense of me is a temple. I want a big temple. I want you to build me a big temple because I am big mad and big sad. So Demeter goes into the temple. So Demeter gets a big T. Gets a big T. Goes into her temple and kind of cries her way in grief. Like, what do I do without my Persephone? And I miss her so much. And where's my BFF? And where you lead, I will follow. <laughs> like, it is bad times at the Star's Hollow Temple. Okay? Demeter in charge of plant growth. And her hiding away thing in the temple oh. is causing eternal winter. Now. The bad part about that, no crops, no Mm -hmm. food, people are dying, Mm -hmm. which leaves less people to be sacrificed by all the gods on Mount Olympus. Mm. So everybody's kind of mad. The humans are mad because they'd like to be fed. The gods (laughs) are mad because they don't have plump, juicy humans for their sacrifices. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now Zeus has got the gods and the humans coming to him like, dude, You got to do something. Zeus is like, fuck, I guess I got to do something. So Zeus is going to send Iris, who is the goddess of the rainbow, Hmm. to Demeter's temple. Like, hey, uh, all these people are dying and there are no crops and it's kind of a bad look. And Demeter's like, I am not putting on pants to make my brother husband happy who's done this to my child. Fuck that. Okay. Now. Zeus is like, okay, that plan didn't work. So he goes to all the other gods. And all the other gods are coming to visit with gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I don't know. Gifts, offerings. Like, Demeter, please. You've got to regrow everything. You have to. Why are you being so difficult about this? Demeter is not moved. Still not putting on pants. As a last resort, Zeus is like, God, okay. I guess I have to send Hermes, the only guy who can go between above and below, down to talk to Hades. Hermes, you got to talk to Hades and try to convince him to let Persephone come back to the surface, see your mom, so we can grow stuff again. <laughs> Hermes zips it on down to the underworld. Sure. Wink shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cerebus on the way. Yep. Hey, Spot, how's it going? Little belly scratch, little ear scratch. And so there's Hermes. And there are Hades and Persephone on the throne. And Persephone's kind of sad. She's missing her mom, but she's having a pretty good time in the underworld. Like, she's not dread yet, but she's having fun. She likes her bad boy. Kind of getting to know the land and the territory. Hermes explains the situation to Hades, who is like, Suspension of disbelief or whatever, but if that many people are dying, wouldn't he know there are already problems back on Earth? 
Like, think about it. Well, Persephone was probably like, it's just a supply chain thing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Hades is convinced. And he's like, Persephone, babe, go talk to your mama. I'm not the bad guy here. You want to be with me? Great. She's like, oh my God, I love you. You're the bad goth boy I've been looking for my entire life. I don't like this maiden of spring crap. I'm totally coming back to you, but I do miss my mom. (laughs) Hades loves Persephone, but does not trust that she will actually return on her own. Sure. So here's the secret bargain of the underworld. If you eat food in the underworld, you are tied to the underworld forever. So Hades is like, hey, Persephone, why don't you take some of these pomegranate seeds and have a little nourishment before your journey? Especially since there's no food up there. (laughs) You may be hungry when you get there. (laughs) So Persephone eats the pomegranate seeds, goes with Hermes, and immediately upon being reunited with her mother, Demeter knows something like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I mean, I'm happy to see you and all, kid, but... You have been changed and not for the good. Now I'm really angry with Zeus. Zeus makes a visit. Hey, Demeter, I understand you're not too happy about the way this is going. Ballsy move, Zeus. I would have steered clear. Well, Zeus comes out of the shadows to explain how this deal works. And that Persephone cannot permanently leave. She's tied to the underworld. So Zeus makes up this fraction system most of the time it's persephone can be here with you two-thirds of the time but she's gonna have to be in the underworld the other third of the time sometimes it's half and half sometimes it's three quarters but you're looking at essentially one third out of the year persephone has to be in the underworld the other two-thirds she can be with mom i cannot believe that there is a custody agreement in place for this child between (laughs) (laughs) All of these siblings, one of whom is married to her. (laughs) Demeter agrees. Mm -hmm. Earth is bountiful yet again. Everything's going great. She's got Persephone with her until it's time for Persephone to go back with her husband, her bad boy, in the underworld. Does this happen in the fall? Is that the the idea of it? So this this is the cycle. Yeah. So now we are entering into, Persephone's probably riding down now, highway to hell, Mm -hmm. going back for her third of the year return trip to be reunited with her trashy husband. And it feels so good. Uncle. Oh. After the (laughs) trashy breakup that they've had for the last two thirds of the year. Hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. a few other follow-ups here, because I do think it's interesting. That Hades and Persephone, Hades himself, gets a bad rap. These two, out of all the Greek married, related, whatever, couples have the happiest relationship. Hmm. I am not going to kid you. These two are lovebirds. Well, they have some time apart built in. They are the least dysfunctional couple that happens in mythology. Hmm. Healthy marriage. Because they're always happy to be reunited together. Now, Hades does not fuck around. That's not his jam. He's not a cheater. Persephone? I was going to say, the way you say that makes me think perhaps that's... Yeah, perhaps. Mm. Uh, Persephone and uh, her friend Aphrodite sort of get in a little bit of a goddess contest about who can win the love of Adonis. 
Adonis is mortal. Zeus, in all of his helpfulness, essentially comes down and says, Adonis, cool. You can hang out with Persephone one-third of the year. Zeus really likes math. You can hang out with Aphrodite the next third of the year. And that last third, you're going to have to decide. I can't make that decision for you. You apparently have free will. Adonis, ha ha ha. So it all goes fine as Adonis is with Persephone and then he's with Aphrodite, but he doesn't want to go back. He chooses to be with Aphrodite, which angers Persephone. So she's going to send a wild boar to kill Adonis, who sadly dies in Aphrodite's arms. Well, that'll teach him. So if I was Hades, I probably wouldn't screw with her either. Here's one other thing, though, because Hades did have a previous girlfriend, Minthy. And Minthy has been uh, bragging all around Mount Olympus, telling Helios, like, put it on the AP, man. I need everybody to know that I was way better looking than Persephone. Cooler, better figure, prettier, smarter, whatever. I'm way better than Persephone. Hades really settled for that hag. Wow. How's that go? How's that work? How's that work out? Yeah, not great. So Persephone will curse her and transform Mintha into the mint plant forever and for all time. Which is just a fascinating choice because mints do flower, but they're not, that's not what they're known for, right? Like, they're not a showy plant. But if you touch them, they're in a complete, like, in a non-visual way, they're incredibly showy. I don't know if Persephone really gave much thought to what kind of plant she was turning the ex-mistress into. Oh, I bet, I bet, (laughs) I bet there's a reason behind that. Mints are also super invasive. (laughs) (laughs) Persephone, kind of a hothead. She has mixed reviews reigning over Queen of the Underworld. Sometimes she's very kind. She is the one who will allow Sisyphus to go back to his life. Uh, She's very (laughs) kind. After all the stone rolling. (laughs) She's very kind to Orpheus as well. Like some, she's, she's, I don't know. I don't know. But then the other side of that is they call her the dread Persephone. There is a little bit of a problem. She gets sort of tangled up in the Odyssey. She's one of the women that one of these king brothers wants to marry along with Helen of Troy. And Hades is like, oh, hell no, man. That's my wife. That's probably a different story for a different day. But Hades and Persephone reunited again after their trashy breakup. They're a fascinating couple. It's a fascinating myth. More healthy than any other trashy Greek myth. That was just the easiest well, I mean, place to start. It's it's an uncle and a niece, so they have a lot in oh common to start with. They know all the same people. It's terrible. <laughs> They've been doing Thanksgiving together for years. Family reunion, yo. Whoo. <sighs> I don't even know. (laughs) Did you come up with trash cans for this? No, God. I hadn't even thought about it. Uh, They're all filled with pomegranate seeds. Hmm. They probably exist in both worlds. Sure. (sighs) Enough to fill the star's hollow gazebo. All filled with pomegranate seeds. Okay. There you go. Trash cans. Whew. I hope y'all enjoyed that fun little romp. That, that is a fun little romp through uh, a really, it's kind of impenetrable to 
you know, to American me, uh, like all of what all of that must have signified to people in that time. Like, I'm sure it was rich with meaning. It's rich with mystery to me. It's all Bonzo. Mm -hmm. It really is a Bonzo story that is hard for us to understand. But I figured it would make a hell of a trashy tale. As the seasons change. As the seasons change, it seemed like the perfect time to do it. All right. Persephone, riding the highway to hell to be reunited with Jess, her bad boy, sitting around in his leather jacket in the underworld, reading J.D. Salinger. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Y'all, thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you have the most fantastic week. We will be back on Sunday with the brand new Trashy Divorces. If you need more in the meantime, you can find us at patreon.com slash trashy divorces. You can also get free stuff from behind the Patreon paywall at bit.ly slash trash candy. And until we meet again, don't be as trashy as the Greeks. Don't eat your children. There's no coming back from that. Whatever that myth may say. Thank you for suspending (laughs) your disbelief. Now we need you to get back into the land of keep your hands clean. Keep your hearts trashy. Big love y'all. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all. <laughs>